What's up, everyone? Welcome to RNFM Radio, episode 237. Off the hook, off the charts, totally amazing. And I say that all the time because you're totally amazing for spending your time with us. Actionable steps on this one. This is a two-part series with a special encore series that we decided to do. Stay tuned for that one because, again, the crowds were going nuts. Lighters in the air, screaming encore. This one right now is a part one of a part two series and then a special encore that will be announced later this guy, totally off the hook, Sean Dent. We're going to be talking about vlogging today, and we've got actionable steps. We're building it from the base up. I mean, seriously, base! How low can you go? No, I mean, it's not public enemy. He is a he is in the public, but he's a public friend. Because seriously, you don't build a house from the roof down. You build it from the bottom up. And those are these, you know, that's, that's what these five tips that we start with get you thinking, blowing your mind, actionable steps to think about vlogging. And, and really what vlogging is and what value it can bring to you. Speaking of value, Sean has got more value. Video on social, The Three Secrets to Success. He's got a webinar coming up February 28th, 2017. Come on, people. I'm going to be over there. And you need to get your tuchus over there, especially after you hear what's happening on today's show. Your minds are going to be blown. So let's rock this one out together, getting into this show. Come on. Oh, and speaking before before we come on, rnfmradio.com forward slash episode 237. All those show notes and the links and everything special over there, you'll know where to click because that's where we'll tell you to click. All right, let's get in. Totally stoked about this one. Oh, this is amazing. We've already been throwing down on the mics today before we recorded, but I'll tell you what. I know what I am ready to do. I'm ready to vlog. How about you guys? All right. We actually, I'm I think. I'm ready to vlog. I think we should. I've, I've been listening to our podcast. So listeners, you know, thanks for being here. Appreciate your time. More transparency coming from Elizabeth. I wasn't listening. Kevin finally, and actually Sean too. We have a, a little mind share going for those um, interested in the Pulse Media Network. Um, I, I finally figured out how to listen to podcasts in my car. And and Kevin, I've been listening to our show. We may need to roll it back with the sing song. Just, just saying. <laughs> what? Are you kidding me? <laughs> a little. For- Take it down from like 85 to maybe 20. 20, no, no, 60, no, 60. no, no way. All right. So that's the thing. That's the thing. And I think we also have another troublemaker here uh, with us today. Um, but, but yes. Yeah. Well, okay. Maybe buttoned up and in, 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 in all good and, and on the level. But, you know, uh, we I don't know if I have the level of troublemaker that you have, though. You probably don't. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like the I'm like the kid in the office, like tearing everything up, like, oh, you know, like throwing pillows and, and getting crazy. You know, but, I must admit that, you know, I listen to the podcast quite often and uh, it's absolutely hilarious to listen to the ad libs from you there, Kev. It's, uh, yeah, dude. It's probably the most entertaining part of the um, non-scripted version of the podcast. No, exactly. Exactly. And and really, you know, we have like we have tips and stuff and somewhat of a structure. And Elizabeth is really good about whipping me. Um, into getting us back into the structure. But, you know, ad-lib and entertainment's good stuff. And for the listeners out there, if you didn't recognize that voice, or actually if you just didn't look at the show title, Sean Dent is actually with us. So In the house. In the house. Yes. This yeah, is no stuff. formal introductions needed. No, no. Keith, <laughs> Keith is not with us today, and I totally yeah. mess up those bios. So, you know what, Sean, your bio and stuff, you're going to be telling us, because you've been on the show before, you're going to be telling us what's what today about vlogging. And of course, you know, folks, all his stuff is going to be in the show notes anyway. 
there's no point in wasting really valuable hard. time. I'm not really hard to find. I, really I know. <laughs> and that's what I'm saying, like hearing your voice, like because you have so many followers and you've been vlogging and that's what we're going to be talking about today. Dude, you're present out there, man. I mean, you're Sean P. Dent. I mean, that's kind of like the same as like, you know, Sean P. Diddy Combs or something. I mean, <laughs> I, it's just in the nursing world here. So. Am I supposed to, am I, am I, am I, I'm afraid to admit that, you know, that used to be a nickname of mine way, way back in the day. Wait, what? P. P. Diddy? P. Diddy? Oh, man. Oh, that makes sense. P. Dent, P. Diddy. Yeah. Shouldn't share that part. Hey, Scala, are you saying you know about P. Diddy? Like who P. Diddy yes, is? I, absolutely. That's right. <laughs> Sweet. Well. He's in the Jews. He, yes, he is. And so what we have today, we are so stoked today because, you know, as, as Art FM Radio, we're, we're shifting more back, like back into entrepreneurial stuff and you know, the grit and the grind of, of business. And we know that vlogging is definitely a place where if you're not there, you better be after this show. I'll tell you what, because Sean is going to rock it out with us today. You know, so Sean, where do we start, brother? I mean, what is a blog? What, you know, I know what a blog is. And I, I've heard of this whole video blogging thing and this vlogging thing. Actually, I've done it myself. But I think we want to take our listeners down a path that... Hopefully we have some actionable steps for them. And it sounds like we might even have a two-part series here. We may have, you know, the band's going to get back together and we're going to do a part two. We're going to do an encore. So this is going to be part one of the vlogging tips. And I think we need to get in and just talk about what in the heck a vlog is. Oh, it's really hard. V instead of a B. So V as in Victor instead of B as in boy. Yeah. Um, for those that don't know, the word blog originates from the word web log. So somebody in their infinite wisdom, maybe they were in healthcare because, you know, we we love our acronyms. Love so, those letters. Um, <laughs> web blog became, web log became blog. So now a video blog is now a vlog Tongue twisters, I know. I know, I'm glad, man. No, I have to. I have to say this. I, I thank you for that because when you listen to stuff, sometimes the letter V gets a little lost in the layer. Vl- so thank you. <laughs> yes, that's right, Victor. As in, vi- yeah, okay. Thanks for no. So we got so we got video blog video. Okay, got it. it. Now it literally is yeah. the exact same thing as a blog. Instead of typing text, you're in front of a video camera. It's really that simple. Right. And, you know, but, uh, well, uh, well, good, is, it, is it? I mean, we'll get th- this is why we have a two part show, because people are already thinking about the gear they need. And we don't worry, we'll talk about that later on. But what I'm wondering is blog, you know, blog with B, you have a certain amount of text, certain amount of characters, you want to keep a certain amount of length with a vlog. Is there, you know, recommendations for that, too? Do people have that kind of attention span that they can only take in? X amount of minutes do long vlogs do well because if you're really giving your audience something or how does that how does this all play out in that you know see I love that question and I take it back to the the the, the early days of blogging because for those of you that don't know I've been at the blogging game for a decade as long as um Keith has maybe yeah, you two hopefully are- listen 
Yeah, no, 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 no. He will. <laughs> I was going to say, please. He's still with us, folks. He's not. <laughs> yeah, you two have been old. You've been doing it for yeah, quite so some time. Yeah, so Keith is the first. You know, of of your trio, Keith is the is the 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 first person that I met through the blogging world. Um, blogging has taken on many different forms, and now there's micro blogging and there's long form blogging, and it's kind of the same concept with video blogs. Is that the length of your video is completely dependent on the message you are trying to communicate. How many of us, because, you know, Elizabeth, you have a pretty prolific blog out there. Your blog content, its length varies depending on your message. Yes. I've seen blogs that are two paragraphs. I've seen blogs that are a paragraph. And I've seen blogs that are five pages long. It really has everything to do with the message you're trying to convey. So you can have the, I guess you could call it a micro vlog where it's, you know, less than 10 seconds on Snapchat, or it can be less than a minute on Instagram as well as Twitter, or you can go up to an hour and a half, which is on Facebook. And I'm, I could honestly, I don't know if there is an actual limit on YouTube. I'm pretty sure there is. I just have never um, tested those waters. So your vlog is completely dependent on what message you're trying to convey. Good. And actually, Sean, as far as uh, YouTube is concerned, I have seen vloggers on there that have literally taken their, ent their entire year of vlogging and putting it all in one video and recap. And, and like it goes on for like 24 hours or something. It's like totally ridiculous, man. Yeah, and I think Elizabeth brings up a great point. So it has everything to do with the attention span of your, of your audience, you know, what are they, why are they watching you? What exactly are they trying to get from you? What is it that you're offering to them? So the attention span of your audience should dictate the length of your videos as well as it dictates the length of your blog. So it's business 101. Yeah. Well, good, good segue to tip number two. Exactly, Scala. Oh, see, well, because you always get to say the tips. I, I never get to say the tips. All right, fine, go. Go, go, go. <laughs> I want to share that tip number two is why a vlog? No, I'm just kidding. I, so, I have more bass in my voice, Scala, than that. Uh, you think. I listen to some of these episodes. You get high pitch, man. Um, oh, why a vlog? Now, we talked a little about, about the audience and their attention span, but I'm curious, is there... Um, an element of interaction. Like, what would you say? Why a vlog versus print versus audio? Like, what? It, why video? I think it's the same thing as why a podcast. You're getting to know them on a personal level. You know, many people thought they knew me when I did just the written blog, and I did that for seven plus years before I attempted a video. And you know, that's a whole other conversation, but. Then they started to understand me a little bit more because of the little quirks in my, you know, mannerisms and how bleeping goofy I can get on the, you know, in front of the camera screen. So it makes it more personal, even though you're technically trying to run a business and you're going to use these videos to promote and or communicate whatever it is that you're offering. People want to know more about you on a personal level. It doesn't matter if you're representing yourself as a brand or if you're representing a, an entire business. Video has everything to do with personal. How, what, what, you know, I, I, I was on a Twitter chat. Dum, dum, dum. I was on a Twitter <laughs> chat last week. That was weird, by the way. 
on a Twitter chat last week, and they were talking about what, why businesses should utilize video. And it has everything to do with, you know, the, the colloquial term is being on social. Are you on social? And is your business or your brand on social or are they actually being social? Are they interacting and are they engaging with your audience? And I believe and I have proof of it that video is a deeper way to engage with your audience. I would agree. I would agree. And, you know, as far and we'll talk more about the platforms and stuff, but I I even had a, a personal vlog where because you talked about having your audience really get into some of the personal aspects of your of your life. And I did. And of course, the kids are always my boys are always telling me to start it back up. But I did this uh, vlog of us, the family called Controlled Chaos, you know, just sort of, you know, raising three boys. And I, my first YouTube channel, I had started it just like so YouTube, I think it was around 2006. And my first YouTube channel was in 2007. And, you know, part of this channel, like I said, having more of the personal stuff. And even though here I am, I'm, I'm I'm supposed to be perceived as this like buttoned up CEO of this company. <laughs> if anybody knows me, there's no way I'm buttoned up. And so like, I mean, picture or, you know, video of me and my family and my boys and we're out like in the backyard, like, like we're building ski jumps, like with like, you know, uh, wooden pallets piled up with snow and of course, rusty nails poking out of it. So many people would be like, oh my gosh, he's a horrible father. I mean, get a tetanus shot or whatever. But at the same, but a lot of people were like, no, no, that's really awesome that he's sharing his life. And we're out there jumping uh, on the ski jump out in the backyard. And that's even just one of the vlogs, but I just, I would vlog my life with my kids trying to hustle as a business owner and hustle as a fam, like a, a husband and a father. And people loved that, man. People loved it. And, uh, and you're right. I mean, it's, it's a connection because it's not talking at people. It's really just bringing them, inviting them into dare, your life. Dare I say you became relatable? I did. I did become relatable. I don't know, Scala. Am I still relatable? I, I don't know. <laughs> you're like us? Right. Right. Can I know. Win? Yeah. I'm not no on, way. I'm not on some, I know. I know. It's, oh. I don't know. You know, Scala, I've noticed you are doing more video too. She and sure is. I know. I'm this try, morning on Instagram again. <laughs> oh, well, man. I got it. This is where I have to speak from the feminine perspective. You two can get on there and we're going to talk in tip number three about recording versus live. So you two can get on there. You know, you rolled out of bed. You know, nobody can smell your morning breath. And My hair is all video. messed up. Exactly. <laughs> I, on the other hand, gals will put on makeup and they'll do all this stuff to look gorgeous. And it's like that takes work and time. And maybe I'm going to shower tonight because we're going to go out to happy hour later and I need to look good then, not right now. So I'm trying to keep up with y'all. But it, for me, it's a little bit harder. And I know girls listening out there will be nodding along like it's just harder to get on a video if you're not looking your freshest, let's say. But guess what? I've gotten over it. Like you both said, I'm just I'm going to do it because it's relatable, as Sean just said. And so this is what I look like right now. And I want to tell you this is what I want to tell you. So let's just do it. Man, you had me really tired there at the at the beginning. But then I felt <laughs> better because how wait, hair and makeup and showering. Ah, that's not real. What if I do want to just roll out of bed and you know, wrinkled clothes or, or whatever. 
Um, but, yeah. but but is there a place and a time no, for recording your video versus just doing it on the fly? I think so. Like, yeah. Let's what talk, like, what are the differences? Well, hold on, hold on. Let's rewind just one more second. <laughs> so, you know, businesses are yeah. Go businesses ahead. are still you know. So I've I've answered the question: Why should you vlog? And business should get more personal, more relatable. But here are a couple stats for those of you that love numbers. Oh yes. And these stats these stats are actually almost a year old now. Um, the you know, because we are in January of 2017. So these are 2016 stats. And these were kind of mind boggling to me. So if you, you really want to know why your business should be exploring anything video, is that there is more video created in one month online now than in the past three years on television. Dude. That alone blew my mind. But yeah. that's not enough. That's not enough. Yeah. Let's continue. Yes. So a third of the activity online for any consumer is watching a video of varying lengths. Mm-hmm. Yep. 60% of consumers rather watch a video than read a blog. Mm. That's, That's mind, that is mind boggling to I'm me. 60% <laughs> of people who purchase things rather watch a video that you may have versus read text on a screen. Yes. And it's they're predicting that video this year is going to account for 74% of online activity. So if you think that video is not going to impact your business, you're going to suffer because you're going to be behind the bell curve. You're going to be behind the eight ball video be, made, made an explosion last year and this year it's only going to grow, man. This is, this is really, this is really stunning to me because I thought that, you know, video was such a big thing like several years ago and podcasting was like, oh yeah, no, people aren't really doing podcasts anymore. And so a lot of YouTubers, and again, we'll talk about platforms, but a lot of video creators did start going to an audio, not audio only, but actually stripping out audio and doing like a podcast version. So I thought, gosh, is there a transition now from video to audio because we get busier and busier and we covet our time so much more. So are people actually watching video less? But and, and consuming just audio more, but no, it's almost seems like it, it's increase what is increasing. And I mean, you're right. I think that the video and in, including the audio, like the podcast, like people want to consume that on demand and you're right. Like reading text on a screen, not to say get rid of your blog, not get rid of your blog, mm -hmm. but definitely give them more ways to re, you know, to, to get in touch with you and what you're doing and what's happening over there. Cause you know, there are still people that are, and, and, and it's kind of silly to sound like purists, but they still like to read the blog. Yeah. Anyway, but, man, know, stunning stats. I'll tell you. I mean, I, I hate to say it. I don't know if you guys have ever talked about marketing and, uh, you know, Gary Vaynerchuk, who's, Oh yeah. Um, who's a powerhouse with marketing and video and that, you know, all of your business and all of your attention is through your phone these days. It Everybody's is. finding you out through mobile. Yeah. You know, and if you don't think video is that important, just think if, if you've, you know, maybe you stopped by on Facebook. Mm -hmm. Have you noticed that there's an entire tab on Facebook's app now for just video? I know, man. Have you noticed that the first thing that comes on your feed now is video. Yep. Have you noticed that if you're interested in doing Facebook live from your desktop computer, you now can do that. 
So if you don't think video is the way to go in 2017, you're just, you're in denial. Well, no, I hear, I hear about that denial. And, and so, well, and you touched on Sean, way to go, spoil it, man. (laughs) Dang it. I wanted to say it. Well, because Elizabeth took that away from me, but we were talking about the, so recorded versus live. So recorded versus live is, what's the difference? Like, is there different engagement? Um, what's, is it less authentic if it's recorded versus live? Tell us a little bit about that. So you can do both. You can okay. do one or the other. You, you get to choose. Once again, you're the, you're the business owner. You're running your business. You're, you're deciding on your brand. So you can, you need to be predictable. So your audience wants to be able to find you on a regular basis. That's the first, that's once again, business 101. And whether that's your podcast, which is, you know, weekly that you choose on whatever day or you do a blog or you do a recorded video, a vlog, you need to stay consistent and predictable. So that's the recorded part or the quote unquote pre-recorded part, which is something that podcasters do all the time. Ergo, we're doing it right now. You're banking your batching episodes the same way you do with pre-recorded and recorded video when you do recorded video you get to control the environment you can do it wherever you want you can dress up or not dress up you can as elizabeth would say you can do your hair and makeup um and decide what the message is decide what the content is live has everything to do with just getting to know you more personally getting to know you on a relatable level. And just as Elizabeth has pointed out, she decided to jump on Instagram and do a quick live, you know, recorded video, but she didn't do any prep other than she had probably two things she wanted to say. And she said them unscripted. That's the other thing about recorded versus live recorded. You can actually follow a script or at least try and live. Once again, you can usually do a recorded, some sort of script, But the live version is you're engaging with people as it's happening. So you're going to have to prepare for that. And that's a whole nother conversation. Right. Well, Well, I think let's, can we have, yes, I think that's a good plan um, to, because, you know, as I'm, I think of our audience often and we want to keep the content to the tips and deliver and share the, I mean, they want to know. So let's plan for an entire episode around how to do, you know, like a social media live video, because I think that would be really beneficial. So appreciate. And, and I couldn't agree more. I mean, in my own for let's going from my business perspective, there are times when I need to create videos that, um, the, executive that the decision maker that the person wants to see me looking like a professional so I do get the lighting in the room make sure I'm dressed properly um, have my talking points and then that video is either used directly for them for the content Um, it might be used on like a sales page it might be used on a website I might even email it directly to them to say hey this is what this program can do for your nurses but I want to talk to them so they see me and my voice and 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 my excitement around the program. So for me I really do use a lot of um recorded video and and as we all have been kind of joking and and laughing about you know I'm getting into the live a little bit better but um, it just, as you've talked about earlier, Sean, your audience, your message, your target folk, what they need, what they want and need to digest. So I really, 
for me have been using, you know, lots of recorded and, and get my studio going. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, and that does, that definitely pairs up with, with our, our next tip about, you know, what's the value in scripted versus going ad lib. And so I think people could feel like, okay, scripted could be more, as you said, Elizabeth, more buttoned up, but you know, and, and maybe less fun. However, at least you kind of stay on point and you deliver the content how you intended to deliver it to make sure that your audience is getting the actionable steps or whatever it is that they're that that you want them to get out of it. However, it doesn't mean you can't go off script. And also, I also think that ad lib doesn't necessarily mean that that's any better than scripted. I think it's just whatever you're trying to convey to your audience and when, you know, and like really what the content is about. Because I think that's kind of your deciding factor as far as scripted versus ad lib. But I mean, Sean or Elizabeth, you know, like what differences are you seeing? I mean, because Elizabeth, I know you do some scripted stuff over there on YouTube and then I'm loving more of the ad lib stuff and that's great. You know, but Sean, like what are you seeing out there? Um, You know, just a mix and, and what do you like doing better and, you know, whatever you want to add to this. So it's, it's, it's your audience. I hate it's, it's interesting over the past year and just very quickly, I successfully recorded and posted a video every day for a full year. So 365 episodes every single day. And the videos varied in length and they varied in recording versus ad lib. And the thing that I figured out through just the process is that people love watching you make mistakes. They love it because you become that more relatable and that more human to them. So you're not this untouchable entity that is the successful entrepreneur or the successful business person or that successful nurse that has umpteen thousand years of experience. You become a relatable human being when you flub over your words, when you um, drop something on screen or your your screen goes blank and then all of a sudden it comes back. They love the what I you know what what I think Kevin and I have talked about in you know off the air is they love the raw content. Some of my most um, popular and viral videos over the past year were the videos that I didn't have time at the end of the day. I was exhausted and I put the phone in front of me, sat in front of my desk with no lighting. It was dark. It was raw. And I said at the beginning of the video, this is a one take vlog. And I just started talking and they loved it. They absolutely loved the ad lib raw mistakes where it's, you know, we, you know, in the recorded scripted version, you edit that stuff out because God forbid it, it have that in there. But in the ad lib and, you know, you can compare it to the live video is that there's, there's going to be some expected mistakes and errors and you become that much more relatable and quite honestly, you become that much more lovable. And that's when you get your dedicated fans to stick around. Mm. I have to tell you guys a funny, funny to, to build upon what you're saying. So this happens in recorded too. So I, as, as, as Kevin said, on my YouTube channel, it produces a video about once a month just to continue to have content, you know, in another space. And, There'll be times where, again, those are recorded. I've got my little lighting, my room, everything, my camera's positioned. Now I have awesome new audio from uh, Keep It Real RN. So, you know, I'm ready. Well, then the freaking neighbor starts cutting the lawn or the dog comes (laughs) in and the dog like bangs into my leg. Like these random things will 
happen. And I just keep, I say, oh, there's a loud noise, folks. Well, let's keep going, you know, and I don't even know if they can hear it, but I do comment to it. So those things can happen even in the recorded uh, aspect of video. Just and I'm not a perfectionist, so I don't go back and fix it and 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 like sweat like tears over it. I'm just this is how it is. It's getting out there. You know, the content for me is still what I want people to get. So it's going, (laughs) man. You know, I love that you just said that. I love that you, because here I'm thinking we're talking about scripted versus, um, you know, ad lib and, and, you know, it sounds like scripted could take so much more time because there are some flubs. There's a lot of editing that, that can go into that. And we can talk about editing in the next episode, but you know, and then where ad lib is that you can, you can really cut your teeth on that. Like you could just really start doing ad lib, find your voice, get comfortable in front of the camera and then go back more for a scripted version. But you just said that, Hey, it is what it is, folks. I've got a script. I've got an outline. But, you know, I do work out of my house and my dog is here and my neighbor might mow the grass. And, you know, it just, you know, to Sean's point and all of us here are saying, like, it's just more human, more relatable. Like, oh, yeah, I've been there before. And it's almost like you leave that stuff in because, again, it just shows like that authenticity of like, I just I want you to have the content. And, yeah, it's not all polished, clean and perfect, but I need you to have what I'm trying to give you. And so... I, I think that's just admirable, quite frankly. It's one of the um, one of the sayings that I've developed or copied off of somebody is that you know production's better than perfection, and oh, that's really mm. what it is. Elizabeth is always telling me about that. Progress <sighs> is better than perfection, and all that stuff. Yeah, Us. if you get you can be paralyzed by the perfection and never produce anything, and you you miss out on opportunities right. to connect with your audience and and other business you know, women and men and other nurses out there when you do something that isn't quite perfect because we are our worst enemies and you can microanalyze everything you do. And if you look at it long enough, you'll keep editing it, Mm -hmm. you know, just hit publish. Right. (laughs) Well, all right. Well, and that's what that, that brings us right into the next, you know, the tech tip or, you know, suggestion here is, you know, which platforms are we really talking about here? And, you know, we, we've heard of YouTube. We know about Facebook. You mentioned Facebook Live. We know about Instagram, Snapchat. And I think we can flesh some more of the details out in the the encore of the band here, of the, the, the music or the concert we're bringing. No, it's not. It's the show, really. And, but, but, like, let's touch on. So, Sean, if I'm a beginner, I'm not. But let's say I am a beginner vlogger. Like, or I want to get into vlogging and regardless of all the equipment and stuff, cause we're going to talk about that in the other show, where would you suggest I start? Like where, where could I just get into just getting my face on the camera and start and getting comfortable with that? Go where, you know, keep Ooh. it that simple. Oh man. You got like little acronyms for everything. Go I do. Where you I'm know. full of it. I'm really <laughs> go ahead. You could, you could go with that one, but I am full of it. So, um, <laughs> go where, you know. Quit force feeding a platform that is clunky to you. You know, the last time that I hung out with you guys was a year ago and we talked about Snapchat and all three of you just understood its value and understood that it's probably going to be the next big thing. But none of you were comfortable on that platform or you just you couldn't weave it into your current life. So wherever it is that you have something already weaved into your life, if that's Facebook, fine. If that's Twitter, fine. If that's Instagram, fine. Don't reinvent the wheel. Pick something you know. Every platform 
has video available. Just start there. Yeah, and I think, you know, don't necessarily pay attention. Well, not to say don't pay attention, but there are some folks out there that will, you know, these marketers or whatever that say, Mm -hmm. no, no, you've got to go over here. No, no, you've got to go over there. But I love the fact, Sean, that you, because when people are trying to force you as you feel forced or pushed into a platform, because that's where everybody is. But you know what, even if it quote unquote, everybody's over there, which quite frankly, they're not everybody. I mean, it is omnipresent here. I mean, cause to your point, every, like we have so many social platforms, so many ways to do video, YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat. I mean, the list goes on and you know, you feel forced into these, these places where you think these people are. And then you just, as you said, you kind of trip up because you don't really, you're not comfortable with the platform. You don't really know how to use it. And Maybe your video just doesn't come across the way that it should or that you intended it to. And yeah, you do get caught up in all of that, that mess. And so I just, I love the fact that you're saying just stick to what you know and what you feel comfortable with, regardless of what these marketers are saying, you've got to get in here like right now, especially for someone who's just starting out. Now, I will say that you will eventually have to break that barrier. Sure. You will have to go where you don't know, but to master the skill of, getting in front of a camera, pushing record, and publishing it, you need to start where you are comfortable and where you're well-versed. Once, you, once you've established that and you've got your feet underneath you, you do need to start branching out into those more popular platforms. Facebook is probably the easiest because it's one, number one out there in social platforms, but two, it is super easy. And there's very few limits when it comes to Facebook recorded video, live video, and the ability. So Facebook is probably the easiest place to either start or go to next. Mm-hmm. And then if I had to pick a third, I hate to say it, it would be their partner. It would be Instagram. Instagram is just as easy. You, and you now can do Instagram stories. So recorded snippets, virtually Snapchat, but you can also do Instagram live video now. And those live videos disappear kind of like your Instagram stories do. So that would be my suggest suggestion to wow. where to start. Man. Yeah. We're going to bring that one into the next one. Hey, Scala, do you see all those fans out there? Lighters in the air yelling encore. <laughs> yeah. Another show. That. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to bring it back. So That's I, right. I think this is now great. I'll let you sing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. So, all right, just to wrap up on this one, folks, because we've got an encore. You guys are shouting out. We feel the love. We feel the love. Um, we just want to wrap real quick here to say, you know, we've got a blog versus a vlog. What what are the differences? And of course, why vlog, recorded versus live, scripted versus ad lib, and which platforms, especially for the noobs, to get going on. And again, don't get hung up too much on what people are forcing you feel forced into. You know, like Sean said, keep it where you feel comfortable and then break down those barriers later as you get better at vlogging. So let's get into the encore, the second part of this series. So I'm just going to leave this one at Innovative Nurse, Kevin Ross. Elizabeth Scala at Elizabeth Scala. Sean Dent at SeanDent.com. We out. Peace. All right. Are you ready to put that camera in front of your face? Take it where you need to go. We have got more value that we're going to be bringing in the next one. But let's first, again, recap. You know what a vlog is now. You know why you need to be vlogging. 
Recorded versus live, figure that out, and you can actually do both. Scripted versus ad lib, you can do that as well. You can do both of those depending on what your audience needs are or what content you're delivering up. And of course, which platforms, and I love the fact that Sean said, hey, get into where you feel comfortable. Start where you are hanging out and where the water is so nice. And then eventually, you'll stretch out into something else. And, you know, just kind of breaking down those barriers as your vlog grows. And of course, this encore performance, this part two, is we are going to get into a few more nuts and bolts. And again, just a little teaser about the gear, you know, where to film, editing, promotion, and a few other secrets that we have there. And speaking of, well, this is not a secret, I also need to remind you, I mentioned it in the intro that Sean actually has more details. Video on social, the three secrets to success, February 28th, 2017. Links in those show notes, rnfmradio.com forward slash episode 237 in the mobile app. Do not worry, people, you'll know where to click. And we have got a challenge for you. Hit us up every platform that you can think of at RNFM Radio or at Pulse Media Network and just let us know what are your pain points? What are you struggling with? What are you having success with? Hit us up. Sean's platforms will be in the show notes, our platforms, everything. Just hit us up so that we can reach out to you and not necessarily because we talked about this, not just get on social, but to be social. And that's what we're trying to do. And of course, what we know you're trying to do is get on with your day. So why don't we just roll out on this one and begin to tell you, I mean, seriously, it is so, my heart is swollen. It hurts that we appreciate how much time and attention that you're making, that, you you know, you're really investing yourselves in this show and we really love it. And we're trying to return the favor with the content. So we love the fact that you keep coming back. And of course, hey, listen, we want you to go out and find success. We want you to go out and find that passion, be intentional, execute on those ideas, rinse, and you better repeat them. And we'll see you back here with us again on our next episode of RNFM Radio.